how I, I my metabolism slowed down around age three. And so it's just been kind of a downhill ever since then. It's Western and bitchy. Oh my god, you are so annoying. Hello everybody, and we are back at it again, and we are so excited to be delivering you with this amazing content. Premium content, unstoppable content, millennial content, gay content, feminist content. And today, food content. Food content? Today we have a delicious treat, pun intended. Because today we are interviewing two food Instagrammers, and we can't wait to talk to them. But first, as always, we'll talk about ourselves first. Love it. Can't get enough of it. Our own personal interview. Of course. What's your PSA of the week, Wes? So my PSA of the week is I think I've had to come to terms with something. I am now a circuit queen. Now, as you all have heard, I've talked about the circuit party. I went to at World Pride. Loved it. The lights, the music, the go-go dancers, the costumes. But then I just went to Market Days this weekend, which is like a big festival in Chicago. Yeah, I guess it's a gay festival. It's in Boys Town. And I went to two of the circuit parties by Circuit Mom. Dressed up, I was Poison Ivy for the superhero comic book theme, because of course I'm a super villain. And then at Drama at the Disco, I wore my five-inch platform shoes, which made me six foot five. So you could say I was catfishing every guy because they thought I was a tall drink of water. And really, he wasn't. He's not even six foot. Nope. Now, I will say, you guys may have seen hints of some of these outfits on our Instagram account when I dressed up in Weston's costumes. Yes. And if you didn't, that's because you're not following us on Instagram like you should at PSA Podcast. Yes, follow us on Instagram. And honestly, if you haven't been to Market Days, whether you're gay, straight, ally, whatever, y'all need to go. They have booths lined up for miles, and it's so much fun because you just drink. And if you're like me, I can't get enough of the booths, so I was stopping at every single one to see what I could win. I even won holy water. And I almost drank it, but then I was scared my head was going to do a 360, and I was going to throw up pea soup. So what are you going to do with the holy water? Mm, I don't know. I put it in my nightstand with all those other things. Like, oh, all your sex toys? Yeah. But I did win. um, I also, so Steamworks, which is like the nice bathhouse in Chicago. Guys, be proud of me. I didn't go. I didn't cave in. And they have like a twister little thing set up. Obviously, me and my friends played and I won. So now I have a little t-shirt that says this little piggy went to Steamworks. Yeah, that you said reminded you, you of me. Yeah. And I can't wait to wear it to church. (laughs) But no, seriously, market days are so much fun. The circuit parties. Literally, I can't get enough of them. So I think I'm a circuit queen now, and I'm now just looking for my next circuit party. I'm thinking Atlanta Pride. Of course. I mean, I that, the I would be more surprised if you didn't go to a circuit party in Atlanta. It's like I never went to one, and suddenly 2019 is the year of circuit parties. I'm a circuit queen. I've never even heard of a cigarette party before. What makes it different than a rave? I honestly, the only thing I think that makes it different is it's more gay. However, there were like girls there, too. They could be lesbians, not just guys can be gay. Well, I think like a lot of shirtless guys wearing harnesses, things like that. And I like this this one had drag queen performing, which was super amazing. But whenever I saw the girls there, I was like, I wish Bitsy was here. I wish I would. I'll go there next time. It was so much fun. It sounds like fun. Why Kansas City doesn't have any circuit parties? I don't know. I can only assume maybe it's a population thing. Probably. I mean, yeah. I mean, who knows, though? We might just not know about it, too. I don't yeah. know. And I I definitely, um, you could say I wasn't modest at the circuit parties. You were a jock strap, which in case you guys are wondering, are like assless chaps. But I covered all my legs with socks because I was, I was a sexy poison ivy. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
Uh, yeah, you won't be seeing any of those on social media. If you didn't see them that weekend, they're gone forever in the archives. Good. Um, I have to keep my job as a podcaster. <laughs> of course. So, Bits, what's your PSA? So, my PSA of the week is just, you know, maybe don't speak about things that you don't know. And I'll get into why. So, we were, I went to Dallas to visit my sister, and we got into an Uber, and we'd had a couple cocktails, Mm -hmm. and it was my sister and my brother-in-law, and our Uber driver. And I don't know how I got on the topic, but we were talking about, like, my friends, and I was like, I'm only friends with girls and gay men. If you're not either of those, don't talk to me. You don't don't qualify. I don't want to be your friend. And the Uber driver was talking all, like, manly, and then the Mm -hmm. second I said that, he was like, yeah, he got a gay list, and was like, why are you friends, you're friends, why are you only friends with gays? And I was like, that's just who I get along with. I'm, I'm friends yeah. with girls, too. I'm a girl's girl and a gay's girl. I love that. And then, I don't know how we... My sister likes to get on TED Talk sometimes, so somehow we got on the topic of um, who has more of a sex drive, men or women. And Ellen was like, men have more of a sex drive. Like, that's just the facts. Like, they just have a higher sex drive. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's all the testosterone. It's like primal, and they need to reproduce and pass on their genes. And I'm telling you, some of you shouldn't be passing on your genes. Let it stop now. And then the Uber <laughs> driver says... Well, as a gay man, I know for a fact that women have just as high of a sex drive. What? And we, me and my sister are like, as women, we think we know <laughs> that women have a lower sex drive. Wait, wait, they, let's, I need to dissect his sentence. As a gay man, I know women have a si- higher sex drive. What? Because he taught, he's friends with a lot of women is what he said. And I was like, so am I. <laughs> and there's this little hormone called testosterone, and I'm pretty sure that's the reason. As a rule, obviously everyone's different, but as a rule, men probably have a higher sex drive. I know. I mean, I'm not a doctor or anything, but I just know testosterone does that. Yeah, and so that's my PSA of the week is, you know, kind of like stay in your lane. Don't say things for facts that you don't know. I mean, he was I mean, clearly granted, trying to be your friend. He was, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know that for a fact. That's just I'm speaking on my experience, as we both do on this podcast. If you ever don't agree with something, we're just speaking to our experience. We have no qualifications. These are just opinions. Um, We're not stating facts. Um, Well, we are stating facts, actually, but a lot of it is our opinions, which we take as fact. Exactly. (laughs) In my delusional mind, they're facts. In our cognitive distortion, our opinions, our advice, take it. Actually, don't take it because you end up like us. And it's very scary. It is. Okay, so you guys know what to do. Rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at PSA Podcast. Send us the emails at hello at PSAPodcast.com. If you haven't already, make sure you request to join our Facebook group, uh, Petty, Single, and Always Late, because we're getting in there. We're posting things. We're sharing things about the, what we as millennials who identify as PSA can all relate to. It's like a little support system. It's a support system, and it's a private group, so not anyone can see it. We have to accept you, so it's really a safe space. Yes, and it's cheaper than counseling. Way cheaper than counseling. Okay, we're going to let you guys get into the interview. As we said to follow PSA Podcast, also follow KC Local Eats on Instagram. Yes, because they are our delicious treat for today. So we have Jamie and Brittany of KC Local Eats. They run all the miles and eat all the good food in KC and coffee. Always coffee. I relate to them a lot. And you should definitely check them out on Instagram. They have almost 40,000 followers. Guys, let's get them to 40K. A dream come true. So welcome, Jamie and Brittany. We are so excited to have you. The Devil's Workshop. Let's get to it. The most delicious Devil's Workshop yet. (laughs) Whenever Bitsy told me that we had 
food bloggers coming on the show. I was like, so is this that, is a dream even, come wait, true. Do you even want to be called food bloggers? What do you call yourself? Um, we actually don't have a blog. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's Instagram. <laughs> We're just on Social Instagram. Social suicide, Weston. God, pull well, yourself together. I already fucked this interview up. I guess I'm just going to exit left. Actually, it's because I've been calling it that because I just didn't know, like, what? I, I'm just like, blogger? A lot of I people mean, call us that. That's okay. But okay. we don't have what's, a blog. What's your preferred titles? Instagrammers? Instagrammers? Insta- I like it. I'm an Instagrammer. I just don't have very many followers. I think my mom follows me in comments and will be like, you look pretty. Yeah. I consider myself an influencer. There's like a thousand followers. So I say influence a thousand people. I have a problem with following like thousands of people. Anyone and everyone. I want to follow everyone. You get a follow. You get a yes. follow. You get a follow. So guys, tell us about KC Local Eats. And tell us about yourselves. Like, how did you guys get started Instagramming food? Delicious food. Um, well, we became friends about 10 years ago. Coming Aww. up on our friends' anniversary. Yes. Oh, and you know that means it's for life because yep. once you hit seven years, you're there. Oh, oh we're, that's we're true. Soulmates. Forever. <laughs> um, but we started um, running together. And every time we'd go running, we would pick like a coffee shop or a restaurant or someplace to go to. And we kind of. Don't lie, it was usually a bakery. It's usually a bakery. <laughs> we're Love really bakeries. into pastries. But we kind of are both the, the people that people ask about restaurants. Like, where should we go? And um, we had a Google Doc that we shared. Wait, that's so cute. I was going to say, take pride in that. I would be like, I have a Google Doc. Let me pull it up off my drive. We had a Google Doc that we <laughs> would look at and be like, where are we going to go next? And we would take all these pictures and eat all this food, and we had nowhere to put it. So one day we were in Lee Summit, and we ate our way through Lee Summit, like, oh spent the whole morning there. Every bakery, ice cream shop, when we saw a cinnamon shop. roll sign, what's that? Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. And it so, sounds, like, amazing. On our way back, we were like, okay, we should just do something with this. So we scrolled through Instagram and looked at, like, what food accounts were there. And there weren't a lot back then. Mm-mm. But we kind of talked about, like, what do we want this to be? And we knew we wanted to support local. So we knew that it, we wanted it to have that um, and we came up with Casey Local Eats, and the rest is history. So when was that? When did you guys start it? Like, how many years ago? Three. Three years ago. Oh, mm-hmm. so it's it's fairly new, mm-hmm. but still, I think you got in there at, like, a good spot mm-hmm. for Instagram. Yes. And Instagram's just growing more and more. Right. I love it. Yeah, and there's definitely, thing. obviously, a need for it, because I feel like in Kansas City, I can Google, like, on Yelp or something, like, best restaurants, and it's the same restaurants I've already mm-hmm. been to, and I'm like, okay, how do I find out about those, like, is niche the word? Niche restaurants? Niche? I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. But like those restaurants that are really delicious and good, but maybe aren't on the front page of Yelp. You right. Know? So, I Not mean, to mention, I just don't trust Yelp. I see a lot of Nancy's and Steve's on there just yeah. writing their comments. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know if I trust you. Yeah, the baby boomers are on there saying Applebee's, great night, five stars, <laughs> chili. Fuck me up with Olive Garden, <laughs> unlimited breadsticks. I mean, can we? Yeah, they're like, Chili's is the restaurant of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> but as a generation, I think millennials are more into now local eats. Ah, and kind of like... On Instagram, you feel like you get to know someone. So it's like, I'm going to trust you guys more because I feel like I know you because I follow you and see what you post every day versus something like a Yelp or what else do they use? I don't know. Google reviews, although I do find joy in like writing Google reviews myself. LinkedIn, I don't know. 
<laughs> but have you used our suggestions? Do you use them a yeah, lot? Yeah, I, I do. Like, I'll go to the places that we I see on there. The other day, I pulled up your Instagram because we were, we were like, where should we go to eat? And I was like, let's go somewhere new. And we didn't know. And so I was like, okay, let's go look at Instagram and see what looks good. And we really wanted donuts. And I found a donut place that I wanted to go to. I can't remember what it was. And then, but it was one that was like way in Overland Park or something. No. And we're like, uh-huh. okay, well, we're not gonna, we're not gonna make it there, but we right. look at it to get suggestions of what we should try. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Why yeah. do you think millennials are so anti? Well, first of all, are do you guys you, y'all are millennials? Technically, <laughs> yes. Technically. Okay, you're we're on, on that. we're on the upper end of millennial. Okay, okay, but that's fine. We had to Google what a millennial was just to make sure that we fit in. <laughs> I mean, we knew what it was, but the years. Like, I was going to say we, we fall have in those some years Gen or X not. friends. So mm-hmm. if you did identify as Gen X, you're totally welcome at PSA. Yeah, I think there's actually a special category for our years. I don't remember what it's called, but it's something we just had the per- We just had a guest on that was mm-hmm. telling us that she's in between. She was like, I'm not technically a millennial, and but she's not a Gen X. And I can't I can't remember what she said either. We'll have to uh, pull Gen it up. That's us. Mm-hmm. Generation Y is what it was. Oh, that's what she yeah. said. So why do you think millennials are so anti-chain restaurants? Because I feel like growing up, that's all we ate at was mm-hmm. like, you know, the Olive Gardens and all that stuff. And yeah, I mean, it was great. But not like now where we always want to go somewhere new or somewhere that's like locally owned. I think it's a lot to do with social media and what you have access to and what you can see now. So younger people can see stuff differently than they could 20 years ago, 15 years ago. Right? People just look in a newspaper or just go where their parents always went or... I mean, there was a time probably in the 90s where chains were super popular and they popped up everywhere and those were the big deal. And I think right. now people are remembering, eh, let's go back to our local roots and support our family and our community and that sort of thing. I know. like the- We are here for your TED Talk. I yes. love it. <laughs> I want more. Well, tell me and more, also, Brittany. <laughs> Weston, he also always went to chain restaurants because he grew up in a tiny, tiny town. Mm-hmm. Are you guys from small towns? Or are you from Kansas City or what? I'm from Wichita, which is like the capital of chains. Okay. <laughs> we love our chain restaurants in Wichita. Can't get enough. And I grew up in Houston, Texas. So oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. At one point, they had the most restaurants per capita. So we were. I was always used to going to different restaurants. Because up. also, Houston's like way bigger than Kansas City. Way bigger. Yeah. It's too big. I feel like y'all's stars, y'all's destinies were aligned. Houston had the most restaurants. You were at the <laughs> chain restaurant capital of the world. Next thing you know, you now have Casey Local Eats. Mm-hmm. I love it. But you guys started, okay, so you met running. So is that how you guys keep from gaining weight because you're constantly running? Or do you not eat all the food that you post on Instagram? Oh, no, we eat all the food. Okay. We are not those people that take the pictures and just post it. We (laughs) eat the food. Although sometimes I kind of want to take pictures of other people's food, like at a restaurant. Just go up to them and be like, hey, that's really pretty. (laughs) I should have ordered that. That's more Instagrammable. Um, no, we eat all the food, but I mean, I think what you're seeing is probably about 15 to 20% of what we eat every week. We, I mean, we always, always go out to eat lots of times and we'll still order something healthy like a salad, but we're not going to post that because nobody's going to want to see Yeah, Nobody, nobody wants, wants to see that. that. No. They want to see the taco. They want to see the queso, like all that kind of stuff. Right. But we both, we both just love food. So whether it's something, you know, like a donut or a dessert, like we both love to cook and be in our kitchen and bake and that sort of stuff. For the most part, like when we're at home, we eat really healthy. Yeah. Right. Cause Plus that's we a- run all the miles too. We do run a lot. <laughs> I know. I like see that you guys you guys have actually started runs. Like, was it a yeah. donut run? Did you guys do? We have done one. Um, we call them the Runger Tours. If oh, you run, I like it. you run, you know that running makes you really hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, people are probably familiar with hanger. Oh um, yes, runger. familiar with it. Runger is what happens when you level. run so much. <laughs> You get really hungry. So we started the Runger Tours, um, which kind of do what we do and um, run all over town. And 
eat food at the same time mm-hmm. so wow so you stop at different locations as you're running yes we like, have like aid stations where you can get pizza or a beer or a baked good this sounds this is like amazing. my wet dream i love it i know it. i'm getting chills just and you don't have to run it. it you can walk it they're I'm never gonna, they're I'm never long or like you know like i would be like yeah you guys go ahead and then i'd get on a scooter and scoot there <laughs> we had someone on a scooter the last one i love it his she like is. wife made him tag along and so he just took a bird the whole way <laughs> how long are the runs typically Usually three to five-ish miles at the okay. most. I mean, five, count me out. Three, I'll be exhausted. I'll be borrowing everyone's like inhalers. Yeah, yeah, I'd say four is probably average. Our donut one was accidentally a little too long. It was accidentally six miles. People were not happy. No. Oh, really? But there were so many donuts. I was going to say, so I would do it twice as long as the food stations kept coming. I'm like, um, what's would be doing creature of habit. And be like, yeah. roll me, Bitsy, yeah. when you do it, just so we can get more yes. donuts. I would be in my car just driving and just swiping by, get, grabbing the donuts, anything I could. <laughs> Oh my god, love it! So did you? Someone reach out to you guys, or did you guys like kind of curate that idea because of this the need or the want you saw on Instagram for the Runger tours? Yeah. So it's something we always talked about doing. We're like, we should totally do this. We should reach out to places. We should set up these little food tours. And then kind of as we were talking about it and trying to think of logistics, our friend Brad from Casey Running Company reached out to us oh. and said, "Hey, um, he has a daughter who's about like our age, and I knew her through Girls on the Run." And she said, "She's like, you told her dad that she should hook up with us and put on these runger tours." And so we met, kind of came up with an idea, and like, what was our first one? Just I don't think it had a theme. It, it was Plaza and Brookside, but he, it's awesome because he knows like event logistics that we mm-hmm. maybe don't know. That you don't think about. So he takes care of all that stuff. We're in charge of all the food and the restaurants and getting that stuff all lined up. And then he, yeah, like he'll open up the event like website for people to register and stuff. So it wor- it's a great team. It works out well. Because there's a perfect. lot of stuff we did not think about having to think about but he does for us. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even know where to start. Weston takes pride in the fact that he was his fraternity's social chair, so he mm-hmm. planned a social in New Orleans where we all we took buses from yeah. Cape Girardeau, Missouri to New Orleans. He made different teams for the buses, <laughs> placed all of his friends on one bus and all the people he didn't like on the other. I would say the That's people so I mean. didn't like. I would say <laughs> I just put all my friends, and then I was telling one of my friends, I was like, do you like how the buses played out? And they were like, Weston, it couldn't be more obvious that this bus is full of your friends and then the other one wasn't and on the way back that bus's air conditioning broke so we stopped and they all got off sweating and like literally drenched in sweat and I was like okay maybe I really need to think about what I just did (laughs) but I really wouldn't know where to start with a run I was like I can plan a party and I can eat some food but a run do you guys try and do like one a year or we do about four a year yes so we've been yeah, doing every couple one, months. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, quarter. we have to do your next one. It's gonna be Halloween themed <gasps> trick or treat. You're gonna love it. That costumes. is so fun. Oh my god. Costumes welcomed. Well, you you guys have maybe have seen how Weston's costumes get taken oh, yeah. very seriously. I, I don't know if you uh, you know kind of creeped my Instagram a little. I um I like to dress up. I would say, but if if it's kid friendly, don't worry. I'll leave the jock strap at home. <laughs> I will be fully clothed. Is that um, the jock sta- strap that she was wearing this morning? Yes, actually, she tried it on. Yes. Only he doesn't wear pants, so it gets <laughs> X-rated. I just don't know why I'm single. I mean, I'm so <laughs> modest, and I you know I just put my best forward and I rely on my personality I don't know I don't get it <laughs> okay okay so you guys do the runs do the food Instagram I'll stop calling you bloggers even though I really want to use that word it's okay it's it. but you have full-time jobs yes what do you guys do I'm a teacher oh my mom's a teacher Thanks. except for the kids these days I oh my gosh it. I know no. I don't have any but I see them at restaurants <laughs> yeah. um, I'm a nurse I'm a pediatric nurse at Children's Mercy 
You see, you guys are good too. people. What's that like? <laughs> we wouldn't know. You guys have like wholesome jobs and we're like, hey. I'm like, I work in IT. And I'm like, can you help me with your laptop? And I'm like, no, that's not my job. Go away, Brad. <laughs> I'm the person asking you to help me with their laptop and you rolling your eyes at me. I know what that's like. Oh my. So do um do the kids that you work with know that you guys are Casey Local Eats? Like, do they even think? Do they, do they think oh, I have I have a couple who follow me. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to say anything about it because, like, we're always appropriate. Like, we're always pretty. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, we drink on there and we do things that like right. I don't want to be showing off to my kids. Right. So. I don't ever tell them about it. I totally get it. As soon as my niece and nephews hit age of having Instagram, blocked immediately. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you already blocked the rest of your family. Oh, yeah. They'll just fit right in. So do you guys find it hard balancing anything with the Instagram and your jobs and then also like people seeing everyone? That you're no, because I think for us, it's a hobby. So yeah, if so it doesn't fit or it doesn't work or we don't have time for it, it's a hobby. It's fine. You know, our life is our other mm-hmm. things that we do. Work, running, that sort of thing. And we've gotten pretty good at balancing. Like, we get invited to a lot of stuff that we used to say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. And, and then now it the year of no. And then we said, no, we're not saying yes to everything. We're saying yes to what we want to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> Only the really fun stuff. Yes. Yeah. I mean, because I feel like that would be our problem is, mm-hmm. I mean, don't believe me, we haven't been asked to do anything. But if we did. <laughs> <laughs> you just be- got asked to do the Runger Tour. Yes. yes. <laughs> We would be so excited. We're like, oh, we're getting asked to do something. Like, let's do it. We would have a huge banner that says PSA on it right there. Yes. <laughs> oh no, that's a, that's a good point because you don't have to do everything. No. But you guys have created, like, for people out there that don't know, they have curated, like, a very, I would say, very successful Instagram account. And it's a lot of people follow it. All of my, I know, like, a lot of my friends do. All of my friends do. They're, that's, that's how I kind of found it whenever I moved here. But, oh, was there a point when you guys realized that, hey, this is actually going to be something? Yes. (laughs) And it's a funny story. So I was at work one day, and I, it must, no, it was fall, because our first event, so Lee Page invited us to our first uh, food event. It was for Q39, and you, I mean, you must have been off that day, or I don't know. Anyway, I get a text message from Jamie, she's like, our dreams have come true, we have made it. And I'm like, (laughs) what? She's like, check our DMs. (laughs) So I look, and it's Lee Page, like, marketing firm asking for our email address because they have an event they want to invite us to and a we were media like media event yes a media event like we have influencers <laughs> we had like maybe a thousand followers yeah. at the time so we thought we were a huge deal oh yeah you, you were oh my god Duh. so i had to go to the event alone because jamie had <gasps> i had parent teacher conferences <laughs> oh my god i couldn't get out of it she tried so hard so hard <laughs> to get out of it i'm like okay oh well god. i can't miss this i can't not go because then they'll never invite us again okay well i'm proud of you because that was probably nerve-wracking it was i met Met someone there, had some fun. Uh, the girl next to me, I think, had like an iPad out and was like taking notes. I'm like, am I supposed to be taking notes? I thought I was just here to eat the food. So you get like your voice memos and you're like recording everything. Got it. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. And Q39. I mean, oh yeah. Got to meet the chef, Rob. Like it was great. Oh, so it was great. Okay, so yeah, we went to brunch with Lee and the chef came out and I was like, okay, like we're meeting the chef. Like, don't you feel like such you a made big it. deal? You yeah. made it. Yeah, I was like, okay. Lee does that to people. Yeah. I like looked at the table next to him, like, what's it like to be poor? <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness, we're the upper crust of society. I love the VIP section. The fries are delicious. Like, it feels so good. I feel at home. Yeah. Um, can you tell the story about Q39 at like up on the Oh, then the next summer, it was the next summer, they, um, it wasn't Q39 that reached out to us, though. It was Dixie Cups, like paper cups and paper plates and stuff were doing some sort of advertisement and asked us to 
um, do a promotion with them. Well, we stick to everything local, so we were kind of like, oh, what do you guys have in mind? Because we're not going to just sell out for Dixie Cups. Right. Well, they said they were working with a local like barbecue brand, and they were going to do this thing where they're going to show like how heavy their plates are and how they can hold them like while people are tightrope walking to a picnic table. And I was like, okay, as long as the barbecue place is local, like I am in. And it was hands down the best experience I've done with Casey Local Eats. It was a picnic table that was raised 40 or 80 feet up in the air. <gasps> That's scary. Oh and it was Rob from Q39. Yeah, she's afraid of heights, so she didn't go. My husband and I went. And like we had to be strapped in and everything like that. But then people tightrope walked to us. No, no, no. I sat in the table, and then they tightrope walked to us with the Dixie plates of the barbecue from Rob and served it to us. Oh, my oh, goodness. It was so much fun. That sounds like fun. When was that? Mm. Two years ago? Yeah. Some, yeah. Wow. I would have really probably. put it to the test and been like, okay, give me the Dixie plate. And I would have gone down that line and uh, the amount of barbecue I would have put on it, <laughs> I hope and pray. I, it would have held, I'm sure. But They're very strong plates. I would actually sit down the plate and the then just pick plates. up the whole tinfoil thing full of barbecue and then walk, tightrope it across to my picnic table. That's what I would do. Weston yeah, eats I, anything and everything. Do you, do you guys have any <laughs> restrictions or anything that like you don't like? Like food types. I'm actually a vegetarian. Me too. Oh, yay. Which you would never see. And sometimes when I go to dinner with my husband, I'll be like, oh, give me your plate because nobody wants to see my vegetarian food. Yeah. So I would. Ha- Thank you. He'll have like a prettier plate than I do. So I'll take a picture of his plate and post that. Do you find it hard ever eating, like being a vegetarian at places? Not really. I feel like Kansas City has some really awesome vegetarian options right now. Like every restaurant you go to, you can pretty much get something. Sometimes when we go to food events, um, they're very meat heavy. Right. And I'll be like the one walking around like with just a cocktail or something like that. So. And then you can just be like, if anyone asks, be like, I'm on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on an all liquid diet. And, be like, and then be like, look at, just stare at their food and be like, I would never eat that. I'm so thin. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kansas City's hard too because we're so meat heavy. You know, what is, what are it's we, the barbecue? barbecue? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone loves barbecue. Every time my parents come into town, they're like, they, they love Q39 and they're like, let's go. But even barbecue places like Q39 has an awesome veggie burger. Veggie burger and have you been to char bar yes they're jackfruit you can so get like the good. platter like that looks like meat and it's vegetarian it's Honestly, awesome they also label their vegetarian dishes with skull bones it's they do funny. i do like that <laughs> i know because they're like don't eat it but i the first time i had the jackfruit which have you got you've i made you yeah. try it yeah i've tried jackfruit i like it it tastes like pork i it thought it was the flavor of whatever it's, it's really good. It's pretty good exactly mm-hmm. and i the first time i saw it because like if you see jackfruit it, it looks just like pork i was like they gave me the wrong sandwich uh-uh and they're like no that's jackfruit and i was like Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then I loved it. It's delicious. I was an addict. I haven't tried cooking it myself, mainly because I hate cooking. So I don't know how you guys do it. Maybe people have told me that the way I should I could find someone to date mm-hmm. is if I tricked them by like cooking them foods, but I just can't I can't do it. They say a way to a man's heart is through a stomach. Well, same way to a nurse's heart. To what? (laughs) To a nurse's heart. Oh. (laughs) Well, they do for nurses. They have, um, like, Chipotle will do, like, free Mm -hmm. nurses day or Mm -hmm. something like that. We always tell the parents if they want to give us something nice. They're like, oh, we love you guys so much. Yeah, well, you know the way to our hearts, through our stomachs. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) a full stomach, a happy heart. That's what I always say. Yes, exactly. Is So you're vegetarian. Is there any foods that you don't like? I'm just curious. Like, a specific food. Like, the only one I don't like is celery. I love all the vegetables. Really? I do. Hmm. I eat everything too. There's I'm not a fan of cold meat, so like cold meat she's, sandwiches. I'm, she's a lot weirder than like she likes. Deli on. meat. <laughs> With yeah, food, deli yeah. meat. Okay, it's just cold meat. So I'm not a fan of sushi and anything like that. anything okay. that can be served warm, I will not eat it cold. You prefer like, it warm? Yeah. Okay. And then dried fruit. I don't like dried fruit. 
this weird texture and it's too sweet. Oh, it's more of a texture thing? Yeah. Okay. I was just curious because I keep trying to find foods that I don't like, but I'm like, whoops, like this one too. They're all so good. Except for, I don't like asparagus. I don't like the way, like, when you bite it, the stringy thing at the Mm, end. I love it. I think you're supposed to cut that part off. Oh, maybe that's why I don't <laughs> like it. My parents growing up, the only way they would give us vegetables was in those weird, do you remember those steamers? They're, it was like totally old school. And it was like a steamer, no um, no seasoning whatsoever, just like steamed vegetables. So I used to make myself throw up. Like if they made me eat cauliflower, I'd be like, I would gag until I actually threw up because I was so dramatic. And I then now that. here I am, I, I really do eat all the vegetables. Because it's amazing what seasoning can do. Exactly. I think that as adults, like, mm-hmm. I think grown-ups don't eat vegetables because of the way their parents cooked them. Yes. True. Yeah. It can be traumatic. I was a very picky eater growing up, and then something happened in college, and I just started eating everything in sight. And I was like, oh, I love tomatoes. I love peppers. And, like, fell in love with it. And, I mean, I am an unapologetic carnivore. However, I like a really, like vegetable heavy dish or fruit heavy like that's I like my a lot beef of flavors. with meat dishes mm-hmm. is they lack in vegetables so lots of times I'll order a vegetarian dish and have them add meat to yeah. it because yeah. you'll get a meat dish and it's just a big chunk of meat or like meat sliced up in your like Asian dishes it's great but I'm like I want some vegetables in there too yes I couldn't agree more like a chicken burrito I'm like could you add fajita vegetables to it mm-hmm. just a little bit of flavor mm-hmm. which I think I was traumatized because my mom would go on crash diets and then she would just make a huge bucket of this thing called cabbage soup oh, no. which I'm assuming they probably served um in prison and (laughs) she would be like this is what we're eating on all week and I was like "Mm, back to the uh, pantry it is where I would just dig through the cinnamon toast crunch and the fruity pebbles and all that stuff but I got past it so he did I feel like you started eating vegetables kind of recently though no true in college so it's not that recently I feel like college was like not that long ago but you know Time goes so fast whenever you start working. It, it all does. mushes together. You I just don't even, wait. You just someday you're going to be 35 and like, what happened to my life? I'm 27 <laughs> and I'm already thinking that. I'm, I'm so, like so young. I'm only 26. <laughs> I'm 27 and I'm like, what did I do? My metabolism has suddenly stopped and I don't. And I. It gets worse. I anyone. It gets worse. I don't know how. I, I my metabolism slowed down around age three, and so it's just been kind of a downhill ever since then. So I hope to God that doesn't happen to me. This is why we run. Okay, I can't run, though. I, I tried liking running. I really did. I I was like, I'm going to be a runner because it sounds good. And I was like, it's a good <laughs> way. It does because, like, I run. Yeah, okay? it sounds cool. It sounds very millennial. And I'm a runner. But I couldn't do it because I just get so bored. So bored. You should listen to podcasts. Hey. <laughs> a little pl- a shameless plug there. I love okay, it. Okay, fine. I get bored and exhausted, and I can only do it for we did. We went on a run because we said we were going to run a half marathon. I told Weston he needed to lose weight. Oh yeah, if you guys, there's a couple episodes ago. Bitsy was like, Weston, remember I heard she how you? She called you Doughboy. Uh, yes, <laughs> she calls me Doughboy, and she said, Okay, because he's clearly not overweight. She said, I would tell you if you know maybe you are getting a little bit thicker than what you wanted to be, and I think your metabolism has really slowed down. I was like, Okay, say no more. Got it, and I've started running again. So that's okay. There's a lot more that goes into it. He used to run all the time. He was someone that would run like eight miles, like it. whatever, goes on run all the times. And then he stopped doing that and he started like feeling, you know, not his best. So I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's, yeah. let's get back on the game. So we went on a run and we, the only way that we could finish the run was that we're like, okay, we'll go to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And we like, that's when we started picked up See? the pace. We were like, boop, boop, boop. as a reward. And that's what I would do. Speaking of, I need some help. So what is the worst food to order on a date, especially like a first date? 
or cuisine? Like, what should I stay away from, you think? Because that's the only reason you're single, is yeah. the food you order. I've... I found that eating chicken wings on the first date doesn't go over well. No, and I the only thing that comes to mind is something like Slurpee and Soupy. Oh, Soupy would have be to, bad. You know, okay. like maybe, don't go out for ramen. Yeah, I'm thinking ramen. Even okay. though it's delicious, it, it, it might be a mess. No ramen, no wings. Yeah, no. What wings. about ribs? You think those were safe? Same as wings. Oh, out. <laughs> but you Damn can it. go to barbecue and just not order the ribs. Oh, that's true. But what would you order? Oh yeah, like a sandwich, a hamburger, pulled pork. Okay, okay. okay. Burnt ends. Those it's still sound messy. Everything. No, all those you eat with a fork. Okay. Yeah, you have to eat it with a fork. Yeah. That's that's the trick. I was thinking Italian might be the best. As long as you can, like, do the noodles, you know? Yeah. Okay. The only thing, so I hate because people are always, like, so whenever I go out to eat, it, I, I typically, like, if, it, if it's a date or something, because during the week I like to be super healthy, I'll give myself, like, one cheat meal where I can eat whatever I want during the week. And so even if I'm going on a date, I'll be like, I still want to get a salad just because I want to be healthy. It's not because I'm, like... A girl that wants to have a salad. Like, no, I don't care about that. Like, if I wanted to eat something, like, good, I would. But people on first dates are like, you should never order a salad if you're if you're a girl. Because it's, they're like, because then you just see them, like. Yeah, like like you're scared to eat in front of them. Yeah, and it's like, no, that's not the thing. Oh. But if I ate Salads whatever, can be messy, too, though. They, because <laughs> you get too big of a bite. Uh-huh. You're yeah, and the lettuce is too big. There's just so much oh. stuff You've in there. You've got something in your and teeth. You've got something in your teeth. It, yeah. Well, I've had it. I've went on dates where they, the guy had something in his tooth, and it was like a first date, and I just stared at it because I didn't want to say it. And I was like, I hope he gets it. And then I was like, if I stare hard enough, he'll see that I'm staring at it. So then But know. he never picked up on it. <laughs> never see, picked up on it. In gay language, if one of them orders a salad, it's like, oh, so you're the bottom. Okay, got it. Good news. <laughs> so that's why you always pick the salad? <laughs> yep. Oh, guess I'll order a salad. Nope. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, I can't with you. You guys are probably like, this is too much. Okay, so we've covered the foods. We've covered the ins and outs of Casey Local Eats. Now, how do you identify as petty, single, or always late? Um, well, I'm sometimes late. I'm late to work most days. Well, who isn't? I love being late to work. <laughs> Um, and Brittany has a funny story about this. Please tell. Yes. So podcast came up at work this week, and I was telling my coworkers, I go, oh, I'm actually going to be on a podcast this week. And, oh, what, really? So I told them the name of the podcast, and they died laughing because they <laughs> were like, that does not sound like you at all. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what do you mean? <laughs> okay, it's not me at all, right? I am not late to things. And Brittany's really good at life. <laughs> no, she's being – She's really she's good exactly. at life. Anyway, so then I was thought about it, and then we, it got brought up again at lunch, and I said, so I've been thinking about this, guys. I think I'm going to show up late to the podcast <laughs> so that I can at least be always late. And he, like this coworker of mine, died laughing. He's like, that is the most type A thing I've ever heard in my life. Someone's going to plan that to show up late so to so funny. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. And I mean, I was a little nervous when we left our little coffee date today. I was like, we're going to be a little late. It's going to be fine. But we got here at 3 o'clock on the dot. <gasps> yeah, you weren't even late. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, we were early here. It never happens. Good job. Good. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank Again, you. I'm like, how can I turn this story to be about me? <laughs> this is how. It's like, invite people on to interview and then somehow interview ourselves in the process. <laughs> I'm asking myself the questions now. <laughs> so do you both identify as in the S in PSA, a single? We're actually very not single. Both of us are married. And have been for a decade or more. Oh, yes. my God. Oh, my goodness. So do, wait, Old. so the, do the do you guys do double dates where you guys go to food places together? We have done that before. Yeah, yeah we do that sometimes. That's we on trips together, too. We've done yes. that a couple times. Are your husbands, like, super pro KC Local Eats? No. <laughs> Mine is not. Unless really? the free meal's involved. <laughs> and he's like, get us a free meal. I'm like, buddy, this isn't how that works. <laughs> 
be like, you need to support this because we're going to monetize this and this is going to be our retirement. <laughs> Why doesn't he like it? Oh, he just gets annoyed with pictures. Yeah, but every guy does. It yeah. is. It's annoying. But, like, my husband will – he's he's okay with it to an extent. Like, he knows, like, I have to take a picture of the food before he can touch it. But if I take too many pictures, then it's like, get on with it. Like, let's <laughs> let's eat. That's the truth. I, people talk about, like, Instagram husbands or boyfriends. And I'm like, but no, no boy actually wants to do no, that. Absolutely no, absolutely not. You just have to force them to. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. You have to train them. Yes. I always joke there should be an Instagram account about what the husbands eat while we're out at our media events because it's usually like, you know, drive through or leftovers or something not nice or I'll bring home some like crumbled cookie and like, hey, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Here's this delicious delight. Enjoy. Like, sorry, I didn't get a plus one. Here's some crumbs. <laughs> and he's like, gets on the Instagram. He's like, but you had this. Yep. So Andy Cohen, if you're listening, uh, the real house husbands of Instagram influencers is our new show. I love I, it. That's Let's a good do one. It. Andy, please cape. Hey, Andy, pick this up. <laughs> he listens. So For sure. are you both uh, petty? Would you consider yourselves petty? We can be a little petty. <laughs> Everyone has a little bit of pettiness. Oh, wow. But, you know, it's, it's acting on it, which brings out if you're mature, you, you don't act on it that often. <clears throat> and if you're not like us, then, you know, you do. We, we like to keep it to Between ourselves, us. yes. But, you know, sometimes we'll text each other and be like, did you see this? What would be one of like the pettiest things you would say you've done recently? We did just download an app so we can send each other videos. And not get it lost somewhere in the wrong place. Um, you know, sometimes when you see stuff, you kind of want to like, I don't know, you don't agree with it or you think it's kind of funny. Let's mm-hmm. say it's kind of funny or maybe it's petty and you want to be even pettier and mock it a little bit. And so... Yeah, if you sometimes, sometimes Brittany sends me really funny videos making fun of people. I know what you're talking about though, because sometimes you see someone doing something and you're like, oh, I want to take a, a, take a video, but like you can't post it on Instagram, right. you can't post exactly. it on anything because that's mean. You're not a bully. Yeah, but you have a friend that will understand it and will laugh at it too. So you send so you it have to, to them. You have to send it to them. I totally get that. <laughs> and what's the name of this app? Because I think Bitsy and I might have to download it. Oh, I just it. learned about it at work this week. It's called Marco Polo. I oh think my goodness. It's so that you can send videos back and forth to each other. Um, they described it as like a walkie-talkie of the 21st century. And I love walkie-talkies. And we don't want to accidentally send it on on a social media to a different wrong place, right? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So we're like, this mm -hmm. app will be safe. (laughs) It'll only be us. (laughs) It's like um, your FBI agents must, like, really love it, I bet. They're probably, like, watching every single time on Marco Polo and be like, oh, she sent this today. I'm just nervous to, like, what kind of Snapchat, like, what Marco Polo is going to turn into once everyone hears about this. I know. Everyone's going to hear about it on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we've all let our secret listen- out to our millions of <laughs> listeners. Marco Polo, download it. No, that's a that's a good thing. We sh- we should do that. I'm so happy I know about it. I'm just like now I'm antsy just to download it and be like, oh, what am I? Well, you know when today? you text a video, it doesn't always go through clear, right? It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll have really shitty video. Right. So really I foggy. think I'm assuming this app takes that out of it. Just like if you would send it on Instagram, it would be clear. Oh. But we can't, yeah, because we can't have it like, you, what was it? Um, it was some gen, some famous person who was an Instagram person. She took a video of someone um, in the locker room at a gym, and she w- said she wasn't trying to send it out. to. She put it on her story, so everyone oh saw my it. God. She got canceled, obviously, because it was someone, like, changing, and she was, like, making fun of them. And not, you don't do this, but I'm just no. saying yeah, that this no. that happened where she sent it to everyone. But if she had the app, she wouldn't have. Exactly. And also, you shouldn't do that. Groomers. No, yeah. no, yeah. that's that's, that's beyond petty. That's yeah. Beyond oh no, that's just mean. <laughs> that's just mean. Well, she clearly fucked up. If 
so let's say there was other people out there that were interested in like getting started and maybe being Instagrammers or, or I guess any type of Instagrammer that would have like a certain area. What advice would you give them or any tips? Um, I would say try to find something unique, like find, this sounds silly, your brand, um, and stick to it. I feel like, um, like our thing is local and Mm -hmm. we get asked a lot of times to do things that aren't local and we typically turn those down because we try to like stay on brand. But, um, a lot of people I think get into it thinking, oh, we're going to be really famous. We're going to make lots of money. And if you don't think about that, but like first think about like, what is it I'm trying to do and do something that's unique and do something that people want to see and stick to that. I think that's how like people always ask us how we get so many followers. I have no idea. We honestly are like, we don't understand Instagram. You're putting out the right content that people actually want to see. And you know what your, your, your niche is niche, whatever, whatever word that is. You're you're saying true to that, which I think that draws people in naturally. Yeah. And obviously like putting yourself out there at events and Mm -hmm. stuff. Right. And just staying authentic to that because I think people try to get on Instagram and be something that they think people want to see and it comes off very fake. Totally. So just being yourself, being authentic. And that can only last you so long. Not doing a blog, it's too much work. Just doing (laughs) a blog. Blogging sounds terrible. Blogging sounds terrible. You have to write all the time. Yes. And and you're expected to produce content. We have a hard enough time coming Uh, up with captions. Yeah. Do you guys spend time on that? Like the captions? Unless we have something specific we have to say, but no. It's a quick, whatever comes to my mind first is what Mm -hmm. I put down. Here's a sandwich. Here, sandwich, yum. <laughs> I liked this. Yeah, and if you can't think of anything, it's just straight up emojis. Well, <laughs> we can't go wrong with an emoji. That's no. the best advice I've received because I've got some <laughs> questionable captions out there. Okay, so I have another question. So when you guys go to a restaurant, we talked about this a little bit before. Do you do you tell them who you are or like anything, or do you just act like you're totally? I'm I'm a normie, a normal person out here. Normie. Normie. Yeah, we know. We don't tell them who we are. I mean, no. sometimes when we, if we're storing and we tag them, someone will like say something or they'll repost it or something and they'll figure out that we're there. But we never say like, hey, we're Casey Locally. Right. <laughs> like write a note Do you to give us some pass it to them. Y'all are so much better than me. I would not be able to stay humble. I would walk in with a sign that says, I am KC Local <laughs> well, I would wear it every single day and anytime I went out to eat. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, just sit there and be like, here I am. We thought about getting some like business cards that say like who we are. Like sometimes mm-hmm. we get like really bad service or yeah. people are really mean to us. You know, that that happens at restaurants. Mm-hmm. It happens. It's like not the restaurant's fault. But um, we thought about like getting like cards to, to leave. Like we're not going to post about this. You because missed your we opportunity. Don't, <laughs> we don't put anything negative on our yes. account. Right. If we have a bad experience or bad food or whatever, we just don't post anything. So we thought about getting some cards to leave like missed opportunity. Now that's the petty don't shit be mean to I us. live for. That's what I'm talking about. Listen's like, yes, let's get those yes, cards ordered. Uh... That's true. I feel like I hate when I have bad service at a restaurant, but I also hate, which everyone hates it, but when people are mean to the servers and when it's like, just in general, I think everybody should have to be a server at some point in their life to kind mm-hmm. of understand. I totally agree. What this is. Because, I mean, I did it and I wasn't good at it, but I mean, that's my cross to bear. Yeah. Right, but now you're nice to your server. I'm always nice to them. I always give them time. And if the food's messed up, that's most likely. It could not be their fault. It could be the kitchen's fault. There's just all these things you have to keep in mind. 
right? Correct. I also feel like if I was you guys, I would walk into a restaurant and I would I would tell them before. I would like make the reservation and I'd be like, we are Casey Local Eats. And I would go in and I would act like I was a food critic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes we might ask for a window seat. <laughs> I'd be like, I want your finest dining. Put me yeah. in the kitchen by the chef. And they'd be like, it's really scary back there. Don't go. I would also like a mariachi band to my left and then someone playing a violin on my right. And if someone could give me a foot massage while I'm eating my soup, that would be appreciated. Okay, so we're going to wrap up with a game. We're going to play Fuck, Mary Kill. Food style. So we're going to give you like different kinds of food. Okay. Um, and when we say... When we say fuck, that means you can have it once a year on your birthday. That's it. But that's all you can eat on your birthday. Okay? As your meal. Like all day on your birthday, that's that, all you can that's eat? All, that's or just it. one time on your birthday? No, that's it. Okay. Okay. And then when you marry it, you have to have it with every single meal. You can have other stuff, but every meal is going to invite have this item. For the rest of your life. And then whatever you kill, well, you'll just never have it again. But you'll know what you're missing. Okay. I'm nervous. We're gonna start off easy, okay? <coughs> We're gonna ease into it. We're just okay. gonna, you know. Okay. Salsa, chips and salsa, chips and queso, or chips and guac. Oh, I know. I'm sorry we I did know. this to you. <laughs> <laughs> I would kill salsa, chips and salsa. Okay. I would um, marry the guac. Okay. And then I would fuck the chips and queso. I'm gonna agree. Wow. <laughs> totally. I, that's wow. what I would do too. <laughs> Okay, odd man out here. Definitely marrying the chips and salsa, but I'll keep that to myself. I guess you could have all different kinds of salsa. So That's that would true. Be, that would give you a little bit of difference, but I mean. And you can all different our... kinds of guac, too. That's true. I, I love when they chop it up in front mm-hmm. of you. Oh, yes. And it's fresh. Your and birthday would be it. amazing. Queso every single, just for a whole That's day it. on your birthday. I'd get a straw and it'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I don't have a dairy allergy. Okay, so. I'm going to go something with very normal, everyday foods. Pig's feet, sheep's liver, or soft-boiled fetal duck. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I know. It's just so hard because they all sound so delicious. Wait, can you say them again? (laughs) Are these foods? Can you eat these things? Yes, they are all real foods. Uh, Pig's feet, sheep's liver, or soft-boiled fetal duck. It's just soft boiled fetal. I that just shouldn't. Go That's what I would kill. <laughs> yeah. I would. You guys, my husband accidentally bought that at the Asian market one time. Stop. No. Fetal ducks. So you knew what it was when I said it. Duck eggs that still have the little fetus <gasps> in there. It so, was horrifying. What do you do with that? Anyways, I'm going to kill that too. Couldn't kill it fast enough. I don't know what I want to marry that I'm going to eat. I think I would marry pig. Feet? The pig's feet? You're going to eat pig's feet with every meal, every day. <laughs> it's better than, what was the other one? The sh- sheep's, sheep's liver. liver. Is that called Liver's tripe? disgusting. Maybe it is. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I guess I was thinking it was maybe like spreadable, like a pate. And I could like put it on toast? I don't know. Okay, we can go with I that. I still wouldn't like it. You can put it on toast. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna marry the sheep's liver. Okay. Okay, so she'll eat. Said the vegetarian. Yeah, sheep's liver. Uh, And then you'll fuck the pig's feet. Okay. Fuck the pig's feet. That's the first time that's ever been said on a podcast. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm being nice to you guys on this one, because I mean, but it's still gonna be tough. Mozzarella sticks, Mm. spinach and artichoke dip, or fried pickles. All my go-to's. I think I'm gonna kill the mozzarella sticks. No, I would marry those. Oh. <laughs> they come with marinara. I'm gonna, I would marry those. I'm going to marry the spinach dip. Mm. I would fuck the spinach dip, and then I would kill the fried pickles. 
Oh, I'm going to fuck the fried pickles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would kill the fried pickles, um, fuck the spin dip, and marry the, the mozzarella sticks. Marry, marry, marry for me. All of them. <laughs> can't fuck or kill any of them. No, you have to decide. Oh, I know. Like, you're not okay. playing the game. Yeah. And you Fine. came up with it. Well, we both did. I guess I would um, fuck the spinach artichoke dip, marry the mozzarella sticks. And I love fried pickles, but I think I'd have to kill them. Yeah. No. Same. One and the same, brother. So since I was so mean and cruel on the last one, I decided to be sweet on this one. So five-layer chocolate cake. Macaroons from Paris, or churros with Nutella. Churros with Nutella, I would marry. Same chocolate marry. cake, I would kill. Kill. Yep. And then the the what was macaroons? The macaroons, I would fuck. fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I, I I'm so happy that, <laughs> that you guys married the churros with Nutella as fast as you could because I would have done the same thing. I don't know. I would do the macaroons from Paris. I would. I I mean, just because yeah. I. I mean, how else could I always listen to it? Since I've been to Paris and have the macaroons. <laughs> a life-changing experience. Well, no, but there they you really, go. They really were good. Um, yeah. And then I guess I would marry the macaroons, fuck the churro, and kill the chocolate cake. He had to put the chocolate cake in there because he was envisioning the Matil- from Matilda. Um. Yeah. And he actually said, he came into my room before this, okay? <laughs> and he said, I want to do this to them. Bring in the chocolate cake from Matilda and say, make them sit there and eat all of it. And I was like, what's wrong? And then you guys like, oh, that was delicious. And then when you guys try to leave, you know, bring in another. What was her name? Uh, The lady that was like sweating and she brings out the chocolate. The no, the cook. Bring out another round of chocolate cake. And then it's just like, you know, I don't know. Never ending. Yeah, Bitsy said maybe that wouldn't be the funnest game to play. So we exnade that. Yeah. We're not big chocolate people. We're not. See, I would fuck the uh, chocolate cake because I love chocolate. Like a chocolate chocolate candy, like Christopher Obo. Yes. An entire chocolate cake? No. Mm. Too much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, last one's going to be a good one, guys. Boiled eggs, tuna, or sardines? Oh. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to kill the sardines. Oh, I would. Marry the hard-boiled eggs and fuck the tuna? (laughs) I would marry the hard-boiled so eggs, but I would fuck the sardines and kill the tuna. I picked the worst ones that somebody can heat up at work. Or like, yes. Yeah, at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone hates you. Oh, oh go away. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you guys so much for coming on yes, today. Yes, thanks for having us. This was fun. This was so fun. And guys, they bought us treats. We'll post a picture for you guys to see. I'm so sorry you can't have any, but we will indulge. Yeah. Trust me, we will indulge. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you really enjoyed our interview with Jamie and Brittany. They were so much fun to talk with. And now I just feel like I'm honestly friends with them. I love Jamie and Brittany. I love KC Local Eats. And I am like itching at my fingertips to get my hands on these delicious bakery treats that they brought us. They're too nice. All we got them were bottled waters. Ugh. Yeah, we, we really need to work on our gifts. Okay, well, follow them on Instagram at KC Local Eats. Follow us on Instagram at PSA Podcast. We love you guys. Mwah.